0: Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years, and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset, and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools, and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self doubt, and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self belief, and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine, you deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hi, hi, fabulous human. Welcome to another episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast with me, Janelle Weisak. I hope things are awesome in your world. And thank you so, so much for joining me and for your continued support of Self-Styled Life. I'm grateful for every piece of feedback I've received and I'm really really pleased to know that this new little chat fest of mine is serving you. Now it's freezing and stormy here in Melbourne today so if you hear anything that sounds like bad weather in the background know that it is actually really bad weather which has nothing to do with what I want to share with you today so time for me to focus and get on with the episode. If you're like the majority of my clients, it's highly likely that you identify as either a people pleaser, perfectionist, or a procrastinator, or even a special combination of all three. So many women hold on to a story that says everything in their life would be better if they could just kick their addiction to pleasing everyone, or that they'd race towards their goals if only they could stop procrastinating or wanting everything to be perfect. They seemingly believe that the problem sits with them, and if they could just fix that problem, then everything would be awesome. They download every article or guide searching for a way to bypass the problem. Surely something titled 11 Proven Tips to Stop Procrastinating Once and for All will help, right? What about How to Stop People-Pleasing in Its Tracks? They follow the advice diligently, and a week or so later find themselves right back in their procrastination, people-pleasing, or perfectionism. And more often than not, they end up feeling frustrated and as if something is wrong with them. Or worse, they give up trying to achieve their goals and dreams by resigning themselves to the apparent fact that this is just the way that I am. Don't you wish you had a dollar for every time you heard someone in your life utter those fateful words? But here's the thing. When you try to fix, and I'm using air quotes there uh, when I use the word fix, your perfectionism, or your people-pleasing, you're not actually tackling the real problem. The real problem is our tricky old friend, psychological risk, and our desire to avoid risk. Now, if you haven't already listened to episode eight, it might be worth pausing me right here and heading back to listen to that episode. In it, I dig into the seven big psychological risks of disappointment, rejection, failure, complexity, conflict, judgment, and success. Anyhow, in that episode, I also mentioned the fact that procrastination, perfectionism and people-pleasing are protective behaviours. Protective behaviours are an extremely sophisticated way that our self-doubt protects us from psychological risk because these behaviours stop us from taking action. And if you did listen to episode 8, you might remember that I shared the fact that compiling evidence that we can do things despite risk was the best way to ease your self-doubt and that you build that evidence by taking action, either in the form of experiments or baby steps. Yep, it turns out that our protective behaviours, and I believe there are seven of them, are just our self-doubts way of doubling down to keep us safe. And the more risk-averse we are, the more likely we are to have these protective behaviours showing up on the regular. So in today's short, sharp coaching episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast, I'll be sharing more about the protective behaviours that could be holding you back and keeping you stuck. We'll explore the seven protective behaviours in more detail. I was introduced to six of the protective behaviours, procrastination, perfectionism, proving yourself, passivity, paralysis and people pleasing by my sensational mentor, Sass Patrick. For any coaches listening in, I can't recommend Sass's Self-Belief Coaching Academy highly enough. It's definitely worth checking out. And obviously, I'd met these protective behaviours before, both professionally and personally, but it was SAS who taught me to look at them in a whole different light. The seventh behaviour I've added to the list from my own observations and coaching experience, and that one is polling. Let's look at each behaviour more fully now, so you know what to look out for in your own life. Let's start with procrastination, good old procrastination, the fine art of doing all sorts of things before you take the potentially risky action that will move you forward. It's interesting that procrastination rarely looks like doing nothing. In fact, procrastination can look highly productive as you clean, tidy, shop or connect before you get on with the task at hand. At our house, we've got into the habit of naming our procrastination and talking about it. I'm most often found procrastinating cleaning or Procrasto washing while I'm doing the laundry, but recently when I had a particularly large creative project sitting on my to-do list, I found myself Procrasto painting the carport. Now I've walked past this carport every single day for the last decade and a half and occasionally muttering to myself that it would look better with a lick of paint, but apparently I needed a large and somewhat risky project on my plate before I'd actually pick up a paintbrush. I've got to tell you, I was very amused with my own antics that day. And for the record, the carport did look better, but I didn't move forward on my project. Second of these protective behaviours we'll look at today is perfectionism. I do wonder how many amazing dreams have withered on the vine thanks to perfectionism. The number would be absolutely mind-boggling, I'm sure. I guess there's a reason why there are so many sayings about perfection, progress not perfection, done is better than perfect and so on. Not releasing something until it's perfect or reworking and reworking and reworking it until something is perfect is an awesome way of looking like you're taking action without taking on the risk of the actual action. I guess that approach at least creates something, which is better than not starting something at all because you don't think you'll be able to deliver it perfectly. That's just another version of where perfectionism can be used as a protective behaviour. Proving yourself is the third of the behaviours that we'll look at today, and this one is where you're working harder or doing more than you likely need to do, so you will be liked and needed. This one also shows up as doing a whole lot of things that don't necessarily light you up. So you'll be allowed, and again, I use the word allowed in inverted commas, or given permission to do the thing you really want to do. Like procrastination, this one can be a sophisticated way of not taking action because you're actually working hard on something. It's just not the thing that you want to be working on. Passivity or passive behaviours. These include things like scrolling, watching the telly, shopping, things like that. I describe passive behaviours as consuming rather than creating. And the consuming can actually also look like real eating and drinking. We're so busy doing these passive nothing sort of things that we forget to take the real action or we run out of time to take the action we say we want to take. Paralysis. This one's the most obvious of the protective behaviours. You just don't do anything. There are none of the productivity benefits that can come with procrastination or proving yourself. Mostly because nothing is happening. It's like you've had an idea, then simply ignored it. Paralysis looks like the easiest of the protective behaviours, but it's worth noting that the strategy comes with increased likelihood of self-criticism as there's the opportunity for you to be really hard on your lack of productivity. People-pleasing. Oh, people-pleasing. So many women will put their hand up and say, I am a people-pleaser. Now, one version of people-pleasing shows up as doing everything for everyone else before you get around to doing anything for yourself. And another one shows up as acting, or in this case, not acting, so as not to impact the impression or opinion others hold of us. They won't like it, or I wonder what they'll think. These are the sort of conversations that we have with ourselves As we use other people and their perceptions as a way to protect ourselves from the risk of taking action. Finally we have polling. Now polling is the practice of asking everyone, from you know the person in the fruit shop, through to your mum, through to your boss, through to your partner, through to your kids, for an opinion on what they think you should do or what they think of your idea. Polling keeps us stuck in a couple of ways. The first one is that you can kid yourself into thinking you're taking action in the form of research. Secondly, though, collecting a whole lot of opinions can just leave you spinning. You can lose your original vision as you try to work out a way to incorporate everybody's feedback. At the end of the day, polling is a very effective way to avoid risk because you don't have to take any action. So now you know what these behaviours look like. What do you do when they come up for you? Observing yourself and understanding that you're engaging in protective behaviours is actually half the battle. You can't fix what you don't know about. And certainly with some of the protective behaviours, just knowing you're engaging in it or in them can be enough to help you move past them. I know that's definitely true for me with procrastination and passive behaviours. Lovingly calling myself out on the behaviour, then directing my attention to the thing I say I want to do is often enough to get me moving you might find that observation is a great first step for you too. Other self-coaching tools that can help include journaling, emotional freedom technique, which is sometimes known as tapping, and meditation practices. You might also find that Brooke Castillo's self-coaching or thought model is also worth trying. In Brooke Castillo's model, you start by looking at the circumstance, which is the neutral thing that has happened or that you want to have happen. Then you examine the thoughts that you're having about that circumstance. Next, you look at the feelings or emotions that are triggered by your thoughts. It's these emotions like fear that drive our actions, which in this case are our procrastination or our scrolling or our people pleasing, all of the protective behaviours that we've been talking about today. And then finally, we look at the results we're getting from our actions. Most likely these results are nothing like the outcome we really hope to get. Once we've stepped through this model, we can run it again, updating the thought line. We're looking for something more supportive that will drive more positive emotions, leading to more effective actions and ultimately better results. This model is really helpful for understanding and replacing our thoughts. It's also great for reverse engineering a result. It's definitely one to have a play with. All you need is a paper and pen. And of course, if you find that protective behaviours are really, really keeping you stuck, it's worth considering working with a coach. If you think coaching might be the avenue that would support you, make sure you check out my different coaching packages over at JanelleWesack.com. From short, sharp, single sessions to coaching intensive and then the compounding effect of support and guidance that comes with a coaching series you'll find something to suit your needs. This support comes at a range of price points, including one option that comes at the grand total of zero dollars. It's definitely worth checking out. Now, it's time for me to recap the key takeaways from this episode. Number one, common behaviours that women call out, like people-pleasing, procrastination and perfectionism, can't just be hacked. Number two, Behaviors like these are just our self-doubt's way of doubling down on protecting us from psychological risk. Number three, I believe there are seven key protective behaviours. They are procrastination, perfectionism, proving yourself, paralysis, people-pleasing, passivity and polling. Number four, simple observation can be a great first step when tackling protective behaviours. And finally, number five, there are many, many coaching resources and tools, including self-coaching, that can help you move past your protective behaviours so that you can self-style your life. Okay, beautiful humans, that's it for today. Thank you again for being with me. I'll be back soon with another episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast, but until then, stay fabulous. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWeSack.com and grab the free toolkit, especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous.